What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. I'm your host, Josh, here for my 144th episode with my co-host. KG in the house. And we're hyped. Um, You know, 2020, the podcast has been bumping, um, especially on Spotify. So shout out to all of you on Spotify. And to those of you on iTunes, um, we realized we made a huge mistake uh, this morning. I went to check the categories for our podcast and we hadn't entered any. So it's impossible for us to excel in the charts and grow if we don't actually have a category to be in. Uh, So that's a huge mistake on my part. So we fixed that. And now because of that, we really want to grow there as well and, you know, get this great content out to more people. And the best way for us to do that and actually achieve our goal of doing so is by getting more reviews so if you take the time to leave a review essentially what that does is it kind of boosts algorithms of it it says to itunes hey people like this they're going to go out of their way to leave a review you know they don't just track the listeners and then more people can discover this content learn and you know you can be a kind of a mechanism for more people to hear support us so it means so much um we have 65 reviews right now on iTunes, and our goal is 100. Um, so if you could just take two seconds, you know, leave a review, it would mean so much. Our goal of 100, we want to achieve that by the end of February. So just know if you haven't, you know, you can be a large part to us achieving that. And don't think it doesn't go unnoticed. You know, we get sent our reviews every Monday morning, and it means a lot. It's great affirmation, and it really gives us some fire, uh, you know, to keep at this. Yeah, when we set goals, we hit them, and we are definitely not going to back down from this one. We'll have to ask every single one of you, send you a message if we have to, but um, I believe you guys can help us get there and we would mean, it would mean the world. If you do struggle with just finding out how to do it, because I know sometimes the app can be like a little bit confusing, just search into Google how to leave a review on iTunes podcast. There's a five-step guide. It's literally the easiest thing once you kind of look at it this way and uh, it'd mean the world to us truthfully. Yeah, so thanks so much. Now that we have that out of the way, let's get right into the quote segment. Um, And it's funny now, a lot of my clients are like, I know you're big into quotes. And it's funny, you know, because I always have been and then I have, there's a while when I wasn't. Um, But I really like that we added this quick segment because I think it gets me thinking about something, gets me fired up and gets me ready to go. So my quote of the week is, week is do not limit your challenges, challenge your limits. So I think a lot of people, um, you know, especially today, I feel like I use today that term a lot, but you know, we live in a society where we're not challenged much, right? It's like, oh, you're cold. Here's a heated steering wheel, heated seat, super nice jacket, all these, like, you know, we don't have much adversity. Oh, you're hungry. Just, you know, Uber eat some food. Like there's just so many ways to where like, we're not challenged at all. Like it's just super easy. Things aren't too tough. And I think it really causes people to be scared to try new things. You know, I've even had a few new clients sign up that haven't really been active in the gym from the podcast or listening and you know, we kind of lit the fire for them to get going with it. Um, and now they're kind of going to the gym and they're like, it's just scary. It's new. And you know, it's like at the end of the day, I just said, we have these form videos on our YouTube, you know, work through them, build the confidence, go at it. And all of them killed it. You know, anyone who's had that obstacle has been like, I did it. You know, it was a little tough at first, but I'm figuring it out. It's working out. And I think there's no better feeling than overcoming a challenge. Um, so I think you can do better in life to challenge yourself more. You know, I always like to do one thing at least a week that makes me very uncomfortable. And it's like past my skill skill set. Um, and I find in that adversity, that's when I grow. So once again, that's don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits. I love that. I, I say, I love that to every one of his quotes, but I actually do. And I just started thinking about like just everything, even myself. And I'm like, Oh man, I need to challenge myself here. Or just, you know, um, I can relate to them. So yeah, I appreciate that quote, bro. All right. What you got? Um, boy? I got, when you feel like quitting, think about why you started. And mm. this is a great time of the year, especially to go back to this. I just believe that a lot of people or, you know, quite a few people um, fail on their fitness journey because they just kind of get stuck in like 
the whole, you know, like, oh, they don't really like remember why it is that they actually started, whether it's like to impress someone or whether it's like to actually just like genuinely be in shape and live longer or like to not get injured and stuff. And they just kind of get stuck in like how they're looking. And then like, that's pretty much it. And like that at the end of the day is like actually a pretty small amount. Obviously we want to look good, but maybe if that's what's inspired, inspires you, then go back to that. Um, but at the end of the day, like that's, what's going to keep you going, you know, like don't think about all the hard times or just like about how you actually have to go to the gym or like, you know, just how, whatever everyone else is thinking in the gym or how they're progressing. And you might like be, you know, not doing as well as you could just think about why it is you started use that as fuel every time before you go into the gym, think about that reason. And, um, you'll stay in, in the long run and, and it'll be a sustainable process. All right. So yeah, now we're going to go into client shout outs. So we had a ton of new signups uh, going into the new year for coaching and we've actually made it available so we can take on more clients. We kind of um, shut down another commitment we had uh, so we could really open ourselves up to some new clients in this new year because uh, a lot of people are serious about, you know, getting in the best shape of their life, going from good to great. So if you're interested in how to get signed up for coaching and, you know, take it to the next level and, you know, I really like to say, you know, if you're serious about it, you'll sign up for it. And, you know, we we're even talking today about like people and their house payments, like people with their mortgages will do whatever it takes to make it happen so they can eventually get that mortgage and if you think of your fitness right at the end of the day a very small investment like through coaching oversight having that nutritional guidance you know that gym guidance that lifestyle guidance that you know just that support mechanism the accountability mechanism it's going to result in you having a great house that is your body you know you're really going to invest in on it so if you're serious i think it's a great way to really you know tell yourself and tell everyone else that you're serious is by hiring a coach it really just kind of you know it'll get you the best results possible keep you on your game so if you want to learn how to get started up with coaching with us um, hit us up at colossusfitness.com slash online coaching um, that'll give you all the info you need to get started and we look forward to working with some new uh, people that are ready to take the jump um, but anyways back to the client shout outs I'm going to shout out my client Shannon she just signed up um, you know she took advantage of that promotion we had for the routine um, and then she's like no I want to go the full ship bam um you know and i originally made a routine to do at her house and i'm like you know we could amplify those results if you got in the gym and you know obviously she said it was tougher for her to find the motivation or not the motivation her situation made it tougher for her to get to the gym um but she you know basically all the ex um not excuses all the reasons she couldn't go um you know she just found solutions to she's in the gym she's crushing it she's embracing you know that discomfort and you know she's once again she's challenging her limits she's not limiting her challenges and big shout outs to you yeah, I remember reading her uh, message and she was saying something about like just her having a kid and just like six days, like um, just looking after him and stuff. And like, obviously that is a huge reason, but now hearing this from Josh, like that's amazing because like there's always things out there that you can do. And it's just amazing to hear obviously motivation from him and just like inspiration has um, helped her just go in there and realize that gym's important and it's just not about body weight at home, but that's awesome. Uh, I'm proud to hear you're killing it, Shannon. I'm sure you're listening to this. Now, my client shout out is awesome because you guys heard about her situation in the last Mailbox Monday. So this was the lady who had the personal trainer. Um, I'm not going to go over it if you want to listen to that episode, you know, that just basically didn't care, wanted her to take steroids, just wanted like her to like was like always venting to her, just probably one of the worst trainers I've, I've really heard. Um, and then we got a DM from her saying, I just listened to today's podcast on the way to the gym. Thanks for addressing my question. I also want to give you an update. I did the thing and went or sorry. Yeah, I did the thing and, and pretty much got rid of him. Um, I talked to him nicely and politely, you know, like you advised, I did tell him exactly what made me the decision and what it was that bothered me. Obviously he pulled a guilt trip 
Um, but I powered through it. And basically, like, um, she's ended up signing up with us for coaching, which is, like, amazing. I'm starting to get to know her a little bit more, setting her calories, setting her routine. And the more I hear about it, it kind of makes me just continuously upset. You know, she was on a huge deficit when, like, her goal was to gain strength and gain some more muscle. And, like, now she's scared to, like, kind of increase the calorie intake above 1,600. Um, something we're going to work on. But I just want to give her a shout-out because, obviously, she did the uncomfortable thing of getting rid of, of the trainer that wasn't doing anything for her, signing up with us. You know, we're already a weekend, and she's sending me great form videos of just, like, her progressing and stuff like that. And I know huge things are going to come, and I'm just so excited because – you know, she's in good hands and, uh, and we're going to crush it. So yeah. Awesome job. Okay. Right into mailbox Monday here. Uh, so what do you guys do between sets? This is a really fun one. Um, when I saw this, this actually kind of made me laugh because I think it's such a personal thing. I think one of the worst things you can do in between sets, um, is just kind of like, and I, I'm torn on this too. I think the worst thing you can do is sit down and play on your phone because yeah. I think it kind of demotivates you and, you know, kind of gets you out of focus with the gym. But at the same time, you know, sometimes it's so boring when I'm there by myself. I'm like, what do I kind of do? Like I stare off in the distance. I kind of look like a weirdo and people are like, what's going on? But, you know, I've, I've been torn with this. And I think for a while I actually put my phone on airplane mode so I could focus. And I think those are some of my best workouts. So I'd like to get back to that. But usually what I'll kind of do is I'll just pace around, you know, listen to the music, get charged up for the next set. Um, the reason I don't like to sit down and hunch forward is, you know, I like to keep my heart rate up. I like to kind of stay focused. I find when you sit down, the lactic acid kind of jacks you up and you start to feel it. But sometimes if you're really wiped, you have to. But yeah, I'm a big time pacer. And um, it is a very interesting question because, you know, you're kind of limited with uh, what you can kind of rock around with. Yeah, I've been trying to like um, set a timer. Like these are things that help me because I've like in the past just really struggled because like between a set and if you're doing heavy numbers like 85 to 90% of a max or something like what you do between the set could actually like really mess you up right like whether it's like you just go on Instagram and start creeping something like which I've been definitely guilty of so that's why I put on airplane mode or log out of Instagram or you know turn my Instagram um, off for for data um, but lately I've just been like listening to like YouTube videos that kind of like hype me up and um, I'm similar to Josh like depending on what you're doing it kind of pace but also like even today I found myself just like actually looking around the gym and see, like that's why we like going to a nice bumping gym where there's like good looking people jack people you know um, things happening people are doing some great things like because it honestly like just inspired me like as I'm hitting squats the last thing I want to do is continue to hit you know five sets of six with some decent uh, decent weight today so I just looked around I saw people on the Stairmaster killing it someone doing some like you know heavy squats like heavy deadlifts just things like that and like sometimes I just observe like that's one of the things I've been doing lately not stare at people just see what's going on maybe get some ideas of like what posts or videos we can make uh make you know things on from what's happening in the gym but um that's kind of like what I've been doing lately just like trying to honestly even hype myself up like convince myself that I can do it because like when it comes to powerlifting it can be, get very tough so um yeah I've been doing that and um that's pretty much it like Josh and I actually like we'll work out together and you'll see us in the gym we'll maybe say one or two things together but just ever since like even the last six years you don't really see us like engaging much it's more like headphones in listen to music listen to what we're doing and just like get into it and maybe talk about a few things but you know we can talk after and crush the gym right now Beauty. All right. What's uh, the next one? What is your biggest tip to being successful as both a personal trainer and a YouTuber slash podcaster? Um, this is tough because I'll I know... let you know when I figure it out. So sorry. <laughs> I said, I'll let you know when I figure it out. Yeah. I mean... I'm kidding. Um, yeah, that's tough balance, right? Balance yeah. and consistency, uh, for sure. I mean, I think we could always do better, you know, and 
I think successful is relative. You know, we do all right, but we want to do even better. You know, we're, we're continuing to try and hustle. But for us, you know, and even right now, we're trying to really kind of lock down, um, you know, what our focus is, what our balance is going to be, like how we're going to maximize our results and all these avenues. And, you know, I love that saying, you know, whoever tries to catch all the chickens catches none. Um, it's really hard when you're trying to do a lot of things at once. And, um, you know, it's always been a challenge for us. So, we've always really focused on like, what is our priority? Like what is going to give us the best results? What do we enjoy the most? What things like that, you know, it really kind of helps us see like, Hey, how can we kind of take this up a notch? But more than anything, I would just say consistency, balance and planning. And for us, even right now with our YouTube series, with our podcast, with our business, with coaching and everything, you know, we're trying to plan and get ahead of it. Even with these episodes, you know, we're listing out all the questions throughout the week as people send them on Instagram. Um, we're, planning like you know for the thursday episodes that takes a lot of time research we want to make sure they're laid out to make this podcast as quality as possible so once again preparation and consistency are i think the two uh, things that will really lead to success for me i would uh, add in on top of what josh said just like constant investment to learning um, and then like I'm using YouTube for as, uh, as an example, like back when we started, like we just spent so much time trying to figure out like how to take our YouTube channel to the next level, how to like fix the SEO, just like lots and lots of times of, uh, of just like now we're at about a hundred thousand subscribers, um, which is going to be huge and it's probably going to happen in a few weeks. Um, but like, we just spent a lot of time. So like for that, and then like now, like once we've kind of got a hang of that, you know, a lot of videos are bumping. Okay. Look into personal training. How can we become the best possible personal trainers? You know, we've already got YouTube set. It's coasting. Look into one thing, um, for personal training. You know, we did a recent certification, which is amazing. We've worked with tons of people. We've helped them all out. And then now we're looking into podcasting. So we've never like done all of them at the same time. And I feel like if you're trying to become all these three things or even more, um, the best possible version, you might just similar to what Josh said, just not be the best at any of them. But at each time we've tried to develop all, uh, all of them, but like actually separately. Um, and it just allowed us to focus our time in a little bit more, uh, consistently on that one specific object. Specific. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, okay. what's next? Another question. What is your average time? Your online clients stay with you one month, six months, a year, 50 years? Yeah, this is a pretty good question. Um, I added that so last part on. Usually to me, um, it depends on the client. You know, there's, I think most people that are highly motivated and they're always striving for more, like such as someone with myself. Um, you know, those are the people I tend to work with for years and years um, because, you know, it, it, good is never enough. It's like, I want to be stronger. I want to be bigger. I want to do better. You know, if you're an overachiever, you know, that's kind of how it works. And, you know, we work it out and we try to make sure we can make that happen. But I would say for the most part, it's as long as it takes someone to, you know, achieve their goal, like some people and, you know, we've encouraged if you've never done online coaching, you know, sign up for a month, give it a try out, you know, see how it is and the tools and skills you'll learn within that one month time frame alone, um, you know, it will be something you'll be able to kind of replicate and continue your success and, you know, really establish that foundation of understanding to ensure you can consistently get the best results, um, you know, you physically can. So it's kind of just shaking up your world and resetting it. And some people come in for shorter term, but on average, I'd say, you know, people are usually around probably for six months, you know, six months to a year, I'd say is about the average amount of time. But once again, there's people on both ends of that spectrum and it's a very personal decision. It depends where you're at. It depends how much you want to change, what you need to do. Um, but you know, we're always happy to stick with people and work with people as long as they see fit. Yeah, that's a great question. Like, um, I do believe though that every single person needs some type of guidance or accountability or some type of coach. Like I do obviously think that like if you come to us and 
sign up for two to three months and get what you need, um, that it is great. And we're very happy that we've been able to teach you as much as you can to comfortably go off on your own. But I do find though, even having like still like taking what you've learned and sticking with us for even longer just to uh, you know establish that consistency as well as the accountability like even though you've learned a lot like we're there to hold you accountable and like introduce new goals or like help you push past limits that you think you may not be able to achieve so even if you do do two months which is obviously amazing um, I do believe that like the longer you're with us the more that you'll be able to achieve in the long run and um, I highly encourage anyone to stay as long as possible just to uh keep crushing it and find some new goals and some new uh, ways to just uh, be inspired and, uh, you know, hit your goals. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Next question. Uh, question for hard gainers. Is it okay to eat some high calorie dirty food to help give the body some calories or does it all have to be clean? So yeah, actually I would encourage it, you know, at a certain point, and when what someone means by hard gainers, they have a hard time putting on muscle or size, you know, and usually the result of the reason people can't put on that muscle and size is because they have a very high um, neat. So your body has a whole bunch of different systems that make up your TD your total daily expenditure, right? And one of those things is neat. So it stands for NEAT, non exercise activity thermogenesis. And those are things like people who are talking, moving with their hands, you know, dancing in the car, like people that are very, um, you know, movement, they move a lot. They're really, um, what's the word? Uh, I can't think of it, but anyways, like people like that are usually the people that are quote unquote hard gainers. You know, they're really active. They have a lot of these systems going. Um, a lot of times you'll see people with ADHD who are moving a lot, you know, need a lot more food to actually put on that weight. Um, and what's funny is this neat, this non-exercise based activity thermogenesis makes up for more than your actual, you know, exercise thermogenesis, right? So eat, so exercise activity thermogenesis, so what you're actually burning in the gym, on the tread mass, on the stair mass or the treadmill, et cetera, and your workouts is actually going to be less than that. So if someone says they have a high metabolism, it's likely a result of them having a high NEAT or an active lifestyle, an active job. So that's usually going to be what contributes that. So if you are a hard gainer and you're someone who, you know, has a really hard time putting on that size, I do recommend it. You know, first I would say, you know, if you can put on weight, eating good hearty foods, you know, and there's a lot of great options. Like if you're someone who eats chicken a lot, you you know, you could sub it out for some beef, you know, you're going to get a lot more calories with that, you know, try cooking with some more oils, like there are ways to bring those calories up without putting in a ton of volume. Whereas if I'm trying to eat 6,000 calories and a lot of that is coming from vegetables and rice, I'm going to be like bloated to beyond belief and my fiber is going to be extremely high. It's going to be a lot of discomfort. My stomach's going to be, you know, popping out. You're just not going to feel right. So, you know, to me, like if I'm in a very extreme deficit, like when I was trying to put on a significant amount of mass, you know, that 80-20 rule would start to become more of like a 60-40 rule, right? Like if I'm eating 5,000 calories, it's very hard to eat 5,000 clean calories. So, you know, for me, I would try and mix in a few things you know like if you want to mix in one burger a day or you know like something fun that is lower in actual you know food value that it's not going to fill you up a ton like even like sugary cereal fun things like that or two pop tarts could be like 400 calories of your day like so you kind of have to play with it see what your stomach can take obviously you want the bulk of your food coming from healthy and hearty sources but this is a very interesting situation and you know if you can't do it with that it is good to kind of mix in what you would and once again the same argument like we could add the question of are mass gainers worth it? And essentially all a mass gainer is, is a bunch of like quick carbs, a bunch of sugar, and then protein. Like that's all it is. So, you know, it's like you could pay all this money for mass gainer or you could have like a donut. Like it's essentially the same platform, a donut and a scoop of protein. Um, so don't think like mass gainers, like inherently a healthier way to put on size. And as a matter of fact, they're pretty gross. Yeah. The last time I took one, I remember I puked it up and that was the end. It was the nastiest banana thing. It was like 1200 calories a scoop. Like I wasn't into it. 
it. And I would just so much rather like even make a smoothie. Like you can make a really great dense smoothie with fun things. Like, you know, you can try things like chocolate milk. Like there's different ways to, to add calories organically without being super dramatic about it. But this is a really fun question. Yeah. Like adding on to that, um, now that I'm in like a 3,700 calorie, probably I'll be up to 4k soon to try to put on some size. Um, my smoothies have like grown in just overall calories and like, it's something that goes down so easy. Like all you add is a bunch of fruits and veggies, increase the peanut butter um, intake to maybe double or triple, increase the protein intake, you know, add some hemp hearts, chia seeds, put some milk in there, boom, you have a thousand calories and it like tastes great, super healthy for you and doesn't taste like absolute like nonsense, like the, um, like those, uh, those mass gainers. But I do believe that like truthfully, one of the biggest things that hold hard gainers back is just that the fact that they can't really like um, allow themselves to have a little bit more food. And I, I've worked with a lot of people who are, um, th- who think like this, uh, and have really struggled in the past and just trying to get into their, like help their, um, point of view change and like realize that a burger within a 4,000 or 3,500 calorie diet is literally probably one of the best things they could do because it is so hard to get like with so much fiber and just like get all those calories in when you're already stuffed um, to just eat completely clean. So I'm a firm believer of at least the 80-20 rule like Josh was saying and it's helped me so much in the long run and anyone who starts to kind of um, do something like this, like have just a little bit more fun food, like maybe even a pizza slice when um, they've already ate healthy during the day, we'll see great success in just eating more and um, gaining more muscle in the long run. Yeah. And I even think you kind of have to, from a financial standpoint, yeah. it's very hard to eat like 5,000 calories of very clean food is probably going to cost you like a crisp 40 bucks a day. Yeah. Like even if you're prepping and really on it, it's not going to be super easy. So sometimes you got to make do with what you can. And, you know, to the exception, if you're someone who's like, well, I don't want to eat crap, you know, I pride myself on eating healthy. You know, there's other subs you can do too, right? Like you can just look at once again, the density of food. So you could try white rice, you know, you could try more liquid calories. Like there are ways around it. But once again, I don't think it's inherently the worst thing if you're trying to put on size and you're training hard at the same time. Yeah. You have to think like, what is this like actually going to do like if i have a couple chocolates or something like you look okay maybe there's a bit of sugar but then you compare it to the rest of the day and if it's not full of like skittles and candy and stuff like realistically i think it'll take a decent amount um to actually do harm assuming that the rest of your day is good so i want people to just kind of get out of that mindset and just know that having that extra maybe even chocolate bar at the end of the day that might add 300 calories when like you would usually have a thing of rice that's going to be so hard to kind of digest and take in might honestly be the best thing for your overall goals if it's to put on some more size and and increase your strength and stuff like that so yeah great question though okay what's the next one Extremely hot or extremely cold environments where someone may work slash live in question mark What is y'all opinion on how this could affect fat storage or fat loss? I've heard this from people and think it's a load of crap question mark So I guess they're asking just about if it's gonna have any effect or and they've and they believe that it's a load of crap I mean, I don't think something like this in my personal opinion would have uh, much of a difference Maybe if someone's saying this I would say they might just be looking for like a, an easy way out or something. Uh, maybe you want to expand on this a bit more, but I don't think it's like I mean, the end yeah. of the day. Obviously, it's going to have some impact, but is it going to be substantial? Yeah. Once again, no. Like if you look at your body systems and how it works, like 
if you're in a very cold environment and you're most of the time too if you're in a cold environment you're going to be dressing warm so kind of negates the benefit and you know even if you live in the hottest place on earth you're going to be spending most of your time in ac environments like you know if we lived in the wilderness maybe but um you know like for instance even you know if you want to burn a few extra calories and it's cold like you can wear a few yes less layers so your body has to work harder to keep itself warm and even you think shivering like your body's trying to generate heat it's using expenditure like things like that but obviously like this is such a small scale and the same with heat if you're really hot your body works really hard to cool it down and that does burn calories like you're using your systems like think of your body like a battery you know if your laptop's hot all the fans come on they try to cool it down it'll eat some of your batteries same thing um so there is some you know point to it but i wouldn't actually pay any mind or attention into it i i would say anyone you know trying to argue the benefits that it's really overstated but it's probably a thing for sure like to a degree but i feel like everything balances out like i said and it's not like we're just inherently in a hot or cold environment like for the most part you know we're sitting in shade we're you know we're working against it we're not dumb and just you know running around in our shirtless in the middle of the winter like to burn a few extra calories but yeah yeah, I'd rather think of like how I could switch up my training or increase cardio or something that just might be a little bit of an easier thing to manage and make a, a bigger difference from than like compare something like this where it's, you know, it is what it is and, you know, life life goes on, right? Yeah, so that was five fantastic questions. Once again, I'm going to come full circle. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, even if you don't use iTunes, um, I'm sure you have an account, you know, like if you have an um, Apple my gosh, an iPhone. That's what it is, yeah. man. I was about to call it an Apple phone. At that point, I think <laughs> I'm way too old. Like I, I can't be talking like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you have an iPhone, you know, and you download apps in general, um, if you just go to the, you know, the podcast or iTunes and podcast and search our podcast and leave a review, it means so much. We only need 35 reviews from this episode, probably less. I mean, they come in, you know, two, three a week, um, but by the end of February. So we're going to work really hard. Please make our day. Help us achieve this goal. Um, you know, your one review gets us that much closer so it would mean a ton uh anything to add yeah last but not least if you're just you know waiting to get kickstarted on 2020 and just need some accountability someone to i guess hold your hand for a couple months tell you exactly what you need you know spoon feed you we're your guys we'll truthfully take care of you we care about every person that not only listens but especially if you sign up for our coaching um, hit us up colossusfitness.com you can look through all our reviews our testimonials ask us any questions we're here for you and we want to see you all succeed in 2020 yeah why make your journey hard when you can make it easy you know get access to the best resources we have all of our tools you know all of our tricks all of everything we've come from working with hundreds and hundreds of individuals helping them transform you know once again we have well above a 90 percent success rate so you know we'd love for you to be successful with us so be sure to take advantage of that you know once again there's no need to be slaving over how complicated this all is you know just jump in it if you're listening to the podcast you remember the community already we'll take care of you so we look forward to that and thank you to everyone who's going to leave a review we'll see you in the next one peace out peace